The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. This incredible story, famous story, that the story was sent over by the person who actually lived it. And he sent it over at the Shalom Zohar. He sent it over at the Shalom Zohar of his baby boy because he ran out of food because he thought he was going to have, what, 70, 80 people to Shalom Zohar in the... I don't know where it was, the Harnof for some of the neighborhood in Yerushalayim. He expected to get something, but when people heard that a guy who for 15 years was waiting for a child and had a baby after 15 years and had a baby boy, the whole neighborhood came. So he had no, ran out of chickpeas, he ran out of uh, the sponge cake, and you know what was left. He said, you know what, I'll tell you a story, how do, how do we come to this point? How do I have this simcha right here, right now, after 15 years? And he said the story, and it became a famous story. The story about it, he said, we tried everything. We went to the doctors, we went, we, we went for brachas, and you name it, we tried it. We finally, I think it was either Australia, South Africa, some new method, we, we, we went, we said, you know, we gotta try. So they went, let's say it was South, South Africa, whatever, they went, they went to the clinic, they went to the doctors, and bottom line is they tried and it didn't work. They're flying back to Israel. The husband is, is like, so forlorn, just he's so devastated, and he's really getting ready to accept the fact that he's not going to have a child, and it's a tough thing to to accept as a as a father, as a mother. It's something that's very cuts very deep to your core to want to have children. He's looking out the window, of the window of the plane. He's looking into the clouds. You know how our mind sometimes just sort of just carries away to some no man's land. His mind just started taking off. He's looking out the window and his mind starts swirling that history about past, years ago, years ago, memories. He turns to his wife and he says, I know why we don't have any children. No, I know why we have no children. We didn't know why we have no children. We tried everything. What the doctor said, there's no, there's no hope. We tried everything. No, no, you don't understand. It's my fault. I know why we have no kids. It happened at about 15, 18, whatever, 18, 20 years, whatever. Years ago, I was yeshiva above. I remember it. It's so clear to me now. We, I was in yeshiva. There was a Russian lady who would come with her son to clean up the building. And they run, they, this kid would be running around and was getting very annoying. So instead of talking to the Russian yeshiva, so whatever, you know what, we ran over. I went over to her and I was chosen. I went over to the lady myself and I said, you know what, can you please keep your kid at home? He's around bumptious little little Drake up and we don't want him around. He's getting us annoyed. So please keep him at home. And the woman looked at me. She said to me, maybe it was Hebrew, maybe it was Russian, I don't know, but the words were, I'm sorry. You should never know from Saturday the Lord. He heard her. You heard her with those words terribly because I don't if, if I can't bring my kid to, to yeshiva, then I, I can't work here. Want to have money for babysitters? I got, I'm making money minimum wage trying to clean up clean up the, the the bathrooms and the dining room over here. So if you tell me I can't bring my kid, so he she was apologetic and she says you should never know from the bottom. You shouldn't know from the pain of raising kids. But she didn't mean as a curse. But when you hurt somebody like that and then you get a response, those words have power. The wayside words have power. We have no understanding of the power. That's why we have no kids, because she told me, you should never know from Sarah but I need to ask her from the Chila. I have to find that lady. And he went, they, they, they landed, and sure enough, 
Well, make a long story short, he found a lady, asked for Mechili, she thought he was crazy when he talked about it. You don't remember it, but I'm telling you, you I said this to you, you answered me back. Please be Michael, may I hurt you terribly when I said that. They said to the hundreds of people sitting on that Shalom Zafra, that's why we are here today. She was Mochum. Unable to undo those hurtful words to a woman who needed desperately to work to support her family. Baruch Hashem, to see the results. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.